Hi, welcome to the Bodywork in Pregnancy podcast. In this podcast, we will discuss the hidden treasures of bodywork during pregnancy. I found the most renowned experts in the field of bodywork and pregnancy and asked them about their experiences. Why do they think it's time to give bodywork a well-deserved place in prenatal care, childbirth preparation and postnatal care? I am Luz Madern and I work as a Thai massage practitioner with pregnant women. I'm also in training to be a doula. I am mesmerized by the intricacies of our human being, how we treat ourselves, how we see ourselves and why we deny ourselves to be as powerful as we can be. To me that became most clear when looking back at my two pregnancies and so a fascination began. I am thrilled that I get to speak to all these experts from all over the world because I truly feel that bodywork needs to form a more steady part of our lives and especially during pregnancy. I offer a platform to learn for moms and dads to be. And along the way, I am picking up on so much new stuff myself. So thank you for listening and please let me know what you think of this podcast. Today I'm talking to Suzanne Yates. When I was doing my research on who to talk to regarding shiatsu and pregnancy, Suzanne's name kept popping up. I read her blogs and immediately felt comfortable with her approach. Suzanne Yates is founder and principal teacher at Well Mother in Bristol. Her school offers a holistic approach based on supportive touch for women, babies, and families preparing for pregnancy during the maternity period and beyond. She discovered shiatsu over 35 years ago and is still amazed by the power and simplicity of touch. Suzanne wrote a book on massage and bodywork during pregnancy, labor, and postpartum. And let me quote the first line of this book. Working with pregnant women is not simply about adapting normal bodywork techniques, as there is a particular energetics of pregnancy. And I guess that is just the right topic to start this conversation with. Hi, Suzanne. Welcome. Hi. Lovely to speak with you. Yeah, it's so great that you want to share your thoughts on on shiatsu and pregnancy with us. Yeah. So, yes, so answering your question, the energetics of pregnancy in a broad way, it's that it's a really important time of huge change on all levels for a a mother. Because I also like to say mother, my company is called Well Mother, because even during pregnancy, that's when motherhood begins. It's not once the baby's born. From Mm. the moment of conception, for me, the woman is a mother. And whether she's a mother for, you know, whether that baby lives for a week or a 50 or 100 years, it's still a mothering experience. So what is the energetics of being a mother? Our whole body is changed to support this new life for however long it lasts. And that means that everything changes in our body, both in a physical way, on the most tangible way, Our hormones change. I mean, everybody who's, whether or not they've been pregnant, every woman knows how hormonal changes affect us. (laughs) Yeah, and also the other way around that. (laughs) 
and they affect us in a in a physical way but they also have very powerful and strong emotional effects and it's part of helping us to shift our way of being so that for me pregnancy is also part of the preparation for being a mother that it that it like I said it already starts in pregnancy but the emotional shift it's a whole well, like, process from starting yeah. from conception to to giving birth it's the process of becoming mother yes and and also it doesn't end with birth it carries oh. on for the rest of that child's life, even yeah. when the child is an adult. So that's what I mean. It's not just about um, adapting techniques because it's about really embracing these changes, which are on, a, on an emotional level. You, I'll come to that in a moment. Like, how do you address the emotional side of pregnancy through body work? But that is quite an important aspect. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, there are big physical changes that happen. In the first trimester of pregnancy, so the first 12 weeks or so, they're not so such obvious physical changes, but actually a lot of physical change is going on because the hormones affect the body in a mm -hmm. very physical way as well. And sometimes I feel the first trimester is in a way one of the hardest trimesters because that's when the body's doing so much but it's on a more invisible hidden level and yeah. often women don't feel able to share their experience with that many other people and and it's often the most tiring trimester because it's tiring making big shifts for the body both emotionally and physically yeah and then you cannot share those feelings with anyone else except for yeah you're and your parents of yeah very close friends but I think that's yeah, some women do but most women don't really like to share news of their pregnancy till the second trimester hmm. when they know that obviously the rate of of miscarriage goes down and and again it's also I feel seeing I've had clients that have actually experienced even a client had seven miscarriages oh which I think is a lot, but she actually felt, obviously not at the time that she was going through them, but she felt that, in fact, looking back, each one had helped prepare her more to be a mother. And she realised, actually, she wasn't really ready before. So she actually saw them That's in quite beautiful. a positive kind of way. So it's even, even seeing, embracing the whole aspect of pregnancy, which it, miscarriages quite common but not denying it but also being able to understand how to support women to process that aspect as yeah. well yeah 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 that's nice yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I like where you started like um you're not really talking about pregnant women but mothers I like yeah. that yeah that's really uh, touches me Mm. because I think we, we don't do that a lot of the time we say expecting mothers and but they are yeah they are mothers yeah 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 and some women are very connected even though in the first trimester physically the baby is very tiny so the mother doesn't feel physically the movements but some some women are very connected with their baby 
in a less obviously a less tangible way but some women are very connected with their baby even even sometimes before conception yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah it's nice to hear these stories yeah. yes um and your work is based in shiatsu it's mostly based in shiatsu i have also trained in massage so yeah. sometimes women do like touch directly on the skin with oil but mm -hmm. but shiatsu it's important with shiatsu it, it basically is another form of touch another way of touching the body so often traditionally in shiatsu which originally came from japan we would touch through the clothes so it, it's, it's different from massage in that sense in that you're not necessarily touching the skin and rubbing oil in mm -hmm. although some traditions do include that but you can work directly through the clothes because a lot of the techniques in shiatsu are more static techniques so it's like making a hold using pressure but the pressure it's important to know that the pressure is very adapted to the person that you're working on and to the part of the body that you're working on. So, for example, in late pregnancy, often women have a lot of tension in the lower back, in this, well, the bone at the base of the spine, the sacrum. And we can often give quite strong pressure there mm -hmm. towards the end of pregnancy. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to be working on the, the inside of the arm or the face, then clearly you don't apply much pressure. So it's kind of like a holding technique. And one of the main shiatsu teachers in Japan, and I think this is relevant to our discussion, said actually the heart of shiatsu is the love of the mother. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, what's the mother doing when the baby's in the womb? She's holding her baby and yeah. touching the baby through her womb. Mm -hmm. And the very first sense that develops in our bodies when we're de developing is at eight weeks from conception. And that's the sense of touch. So this is why... I'm talking first about the touch aspect. I, I, yes, I work with shiatsu, but primarily I consider it a form of therapy that's working with touch. And that touch is important because it enables us to, it, well, in the tissue of our body, we hold the memory of all the experiences that we've lived. So when we're working with touch, it's a very powerful way of accessing memory and of transforming memory and often the things that can present the most challenges for us can be unconscious memory and mm -hmm. we can't talk about that because it's unconscious whereas through touch yeah. that can enable memory to come to the surface and then we can process it. So you reach a completely different level than by talking to someone. Yes, that's what I, that's my experience. Yeah. 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 And so just explaining a little bit more perhaps about shiatsu. For me, the most important is it's a, a quality, it's a way of touching. But 
it is based on a lot of it is also based on using the meridians of Chinese medicine because Japan is close to China and those offer a framework within the body of how we can access particular physical aspects of the body but also emotional aspects of the body and so I won't go into too much of the theory of that but to say that acupuncturists are working the points on the meridians and as shiatsu some of the work we do is on specific points for example there's a point that's very good for calming the heart for nausea for tiredness sickness so we we incorporate those but because we're not only working the points like an acupuncturist we are working the the areas between the points and so that's why it can actually go quite well along with massage which massage is another way of touching the physical body so when we're working with shatsu we're working on what we might want to call the energetic body the meridians but we are also working on the physical body we're influencing the muscles you know releasing tight muscles helping to strengthen weaker areas of the body helping to support blood flow and if someone has puffy legs or ankles like supporting that so it's working really on all levels and that's what I love about combining shiatsu with massage that it's all the different levels Mm -hmm. and um, um, because I'm a I'm a Thai massage practitioner and I always feel that Thai massage if you compare it to like an oil massage is um, much closer like you're much physically much nearer to each other how is that with shiatsu is that ah well actually that's um, i forgot that you did thai massage because in fact shiatsu is quite similar to thai massage Mm. in that traditionally it was it was done on the floor and a lot of the stretches and the movements that we do are actually quite similar to Thai massage. My daughter does Thai massage and I studied a little bit Thai massage a few years ago in, in Thailand and it's quite similar. And even when I, I teach courses for massage therapists and for shiatsu practitioners, but even on my massage courses, I tend to teach people to work on the floor because I actually find that can be a much more comfortable position for a pregnant woman because she's got a lot more space on the floor than on a table. And also there's something quite earthy and settling being on the floor. I think we're both and, sitting on the floor now, is it? I cannot see you sitting. Oh, yeah, I'm sitting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I <laughs> I'm sitting on be, the floor as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I prefer to be on the floor. But yes, yeah, so... And, and as you say, if you're on the floor with somebody, also the therapist is much more physically close. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of women actually really like that because they appreciate that physical closeness. And of course, we learn how to move around the body so that it feels safe. In pregnancy, we're a lot working, especially in the second and third trimesters, we, we use a lot the side position. And when I'm on the floor, I'll always work more from the back. I don't face the person because I feel that's a bit too, you know, I'm a bit too close to the baby and the breast. I tend to work more from the back. 
but women always say oh actually it feels really safe it's they quite like that form of intimacy which is safe yeah boundaries are quite clear and people feel almost it's like um a bit like that womb support touch I talked about the baby being in the womb surrounded by you know essentially the mother is having one big massage in the womb yeah being touched and so when we're working closely with somebody on the floor then it's a bit like we're giving that womb type support yeah for them I feel that's nice yeah that's yeah. that's a great idea to put it like that and yeah it's it's also, my experience as well. Like you, you kind of give them a boundary. Yes. Yeah. To support and to completely be able to let go because they know yes. safe and your body is there to support them. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I ca- like to carry on postnatally working with people. Ideally, it's not always the easiest time for people with a baby, but. In the early stages, I'll do home visits, but I'll still work on the floor. Because if you work on the floor, then the baby can be next to the woman. I always feel it on a table. It's a bit less safe for the baby to be on the table. But on the floor, Mm -hmm. it's quite easy to have the baby there with the mother as well afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just had this image of of a woman breastfeeding while receiving body work. (laughs) Yes, yes. Possible, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have some pictures in my books actually of that. Oh, yeah. right. oh I didn't see yeah. that. I mean, and then I'd do probably work on the back or the legs. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't try and do work with the arms or the neck no. or anything like that. But no. yeah. And and it can be really relaxing. And and in fact, if you then do that, then the baby responds to the touch mm-hmm. as well. It's quite interesting. Yeah. 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 So um, I think a big part of, of body work is, is trying to reconnect with the body again. Um, yes. And, and um, in my opinion, that's especially very important during pregnancy and, and um, in the onset to, to labor because it's, it's your body and it's not your mind <laughs> giving yes. birth. Like you need to to be able to listen to to the different signals of your body again mm, yeah um, what are your ideas on that how what, what well you... totally and then that's why i said going back to the first thing you said it's not about adapting normal body techniques because it's about embracing the baby as part of the work that we're doing and quite a lot of people seem to think you can do pregnancy massage and not really address the baby or the connection between the mother and the baby. And for me, yes, of course, it's important that the mother connects with her own body, but also part of that in pregnancy is connecting with the baby, connecting with this other being Mm -hmm. who's inside and communicating with, with the baby and that's quite a fundamental part. So connecting with the mother's body. So she she feels she can be aware of the changes. So for me also, I will do the work on the mother, but I always try to teach some, ex, some very simple. It can be very simple. It can just be a, a relaxing position for the mother and that she's aware of her body and she learns how, 
how she's holding tension, how to release tension. There's also exercises we can do, but I include it in the session as well, of the mother being aware of her breath and how that can, can connect her with the baby and then different touch movements to do on the abdomen to connect her with the baby. I'll always check with, I can understand that some women don't want somebody else, don't, don't want the me necessarily to touch the baby directly. Mm-hmm. But a lot of women really like that part of the session. They feel, oh, actually someone else can kind of, it's it, the aim is to support the mother to connect with the baby. And they find that that touch and somebody else connecting with the baby is really powerful and supportive. And of course, then I will encourage the partners. Again, some partners are very connected with the baby quite physically, but some are a bit unsure how much pressure they can give, mm-hmm. how long they can hold. So again, it's about encouraging the partner to be involved as much as possible. So it's supporting the whole family in a way that we don't normally do with a, a normal massage or shiatsu. So again, it's about really understanding what's happening, not just in the woman's body, but what's happening with the baby. How is the baby growing and changing at different stages of the pregnancy? Which senses of the baby are developing and when? So as I said, the earliest sense is touch. So anytime we either we touch the abdomen or the woman touches her abdomen, that's adding in another touch sensation for the baby. And it's only later on that sound comes into Mm -hmm. it. And later on still sight, but sight is very undeveloped at birth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, not much to see inside. Um, <laughs> so it's mostly through touch, touch, and then sound. So yeah, sound, talking to the baby, um, yeah, all those kind of things. Because yes, as you said, involve the, the the father. Like, do you have sessions? I try and encourage him to come to some of the sessions. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they'll sit and observe me working. Or other times they might just come in at the end and then I just teach them a few simple techniques. Often things like, as I said, connecting with the baby, but often women have quite a lot of tension in the neck and the shoulders, which is often because of either working at a computer or perhaps holding another child. And it's nice if the partner can release tension in the shoulders in pregnancy, but also that can support postnatally feeding Mm-hmm. holding baby postnatally so it's nice that they can have some simple things that they can take away and keep doing yeah yeah nice yeah i think that's very important i was um, yeah yeah i was talking to noam tarola in my last podcast and he was talking about um some research that was done during the first trimester on how touch um releases so much stress and 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 so many um uh, how do you say that that it has such a positive effect on the pregnancies yes that it did not even make any difference if it was a professional or or just a partner so if you yes and that's that's 20 minutes a day then then that's such a uh, positive effect on the on the women and the, and the pregnancy already 
yeah exactly it's the benefit of touch which is our earliest um sense that yeah. develops but the important thing is that it's supportive and nurturing touch yeah. Yeah. yeah but as you say that needn't be complicated and if the partner's doing it with love and then the woman's able to give feedback mm-hmm. um, then that will be supportive nurturing touch yeah i think so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and it's amazing the power for also for things like nausea and fatigue because again i think it's uh in the first trimester that i've worked with women and they've literally sometimes come with a bucket saying i there's no way i'm not going to be sick for the next hour yeah. And then they walk away saying, wow, that's amazing. I really feel like I want to eat something now. And it's the first time in the pregnancy I've not felt sick at all. Mm. It can be quite dramatic uh-huh. um, in a physical way, but also in an emotional way. Sometimes I've had women arriving and they're in floods of tears and everything's because it, it, all these hormonal changes are very intense. And then partly I think it is having the space to just be and be heard there is something about that but then there is something about the the benefits of the actual touch itself and of course working with the the energies of Chinese medicine that it can completely transform the emotions as well in a a very different way than in a a psychotherapy session which yeah also has its place I'm not saying talk therapies aren't aren't helpful but it's quite amazing how much emotions can be shifted through working with shiatsu and indeed even massage and I think that's part that's a bit underrated especially for massage people think it's oh it's just relaxation or it's relieving physical symptoms which yes it, of course it's very beneficial for neck ache and shoulder ache and things like that but it can have a very profound effect on the woman's emotional state as well not not simply relaxation but in a more complex way yeah yeah i think that's got a lot to do with the um uh, the intention of the of the therapist like as well yes. like you can do like a massage and just do a massage and watch telly at the same time yeah <laughs> You know, then it can still be relaxing, but it will not go as deep as yes. when you yeah. really yeah. put all your your intention mm. there and, and all your love. and um, Yeah. And part of it is yeah. holding the space for someone because in these times of physical distancing, because we're speaking during the lockdowns, yeah. I have done some online sessions and I'm quite amazed by how just holding and just focusing on different areas of the body or on different emotions, then quite profound things happen then. So that is part of it, as you say, it's not just a mechanical thing. The touch is very different in the way that you touch and the attention that you give to it. Yeah. 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 When I was training for my Thai massage um, study, I had to do a traineeship with a physiotherapist and I, and I thought, oh, this is the exact same thing that I do. But you do it so completely different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was much more a mechanical way. Oh, you have a yeah. knee problem, so you dress your knee and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
sorry. Yeah, the same with shiatsu and with massage. A lot of the techniques are very similar to yeah. physiotherapy manual techniques. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if in If there's women now and, 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 and they listen and the lockdown is still going on, what advice can you give these mothers to, to do at home or, or with their partner? The most simple thing is something I often call the baby breath hug. And that's really to just sit and either with eyes closed or open, just begin by being aware of the breath. And really focus a lot on the out breath to start with and try to allow it to slow down, but without forcing this. And having your hands on your abdomen really depends on the stage of pregnancy that you're at, but it could be quite low down, just above the pubic bone. It could be more around the navel. Maybe your baby tells you where to place your hands by kicking and, and then place your hands so that you are over your baby's body. And then as you breathe out more slowly, really feel how with the out breath, the abdominal muscles draw in. So it's kind of like you're giving your baby a hug. And then on the in breath, feel how that gently pushes your abdominal muscles out. So that's like giving your baby a bit of space. So with the out breath, it's like, oh, I can really hug my baby. I'm giving my baby a hug. And then on the in breath, I'm giving a bit more space for my baby. And that just by slowing down the breath also helps calm the nervous system. But then we've got the touch connecting to the ba our baby. So that's the simplest. And that's also what I'll encourage partners to do. You say you could have the partner's hands over your hands or just be connected with your partner and then your partner can feel the baby moving mm -hmm. and babies will sometimes they'll move more and they'll follow your hands you can then you can explore putting your hands on different parts of the baby's body sometimes the baby goes to sleep all babies are different so again yeah. I encourage people to to kind of honor their own pregnancy and their own baby because as we know when babies are born they're all very different and it's the same in the womb. So again, there's not one style of what, there's not one way that you can adapt massage because every woman is different. Every baby's different. So it's really an exploration. That's what I love about it, that no two sessions are ever the same, even with the there's same. There's no time. routine you apply to. Yeah, no. You have to learn a bit of a routine to how to get a structure to start with, but then ultimately it needs to be very spontaneous, whatever, especially in pregnancy, the woman may want to change position a few times. So mm -hmm. we can't have a routine, oh, I'm going to do this on this side and then this on the other side, because maybe the woman doesn't really want to spend very long on one side, or mm -hmm. maybe she's more comfortable Leaning over a ball, that's a position I sometimes use. Mm -hmm. Forward leaning, especially late on in pregnancy. That's also quite good for preparing for birth. Yeah. And quite good yeah. that women learn how to be comfortable in 
different positions because mm-hmm. initially they're like well why would I want to be leaning on a ball <laughs> and then when I get them to try it they're like oh actually this is really quite comfortable because it takes a lot of the weight off the lower back it gives the baby a bit more space and and it, sometimes women actually go to sleep or read books I mean not read books while I'm giving them their, their session but you know they go home and they say oh actually this is a really nice position I'm going to lean on the ball so it's all those different creative aspects that are important I think yeah and and follow your your wish to move I think is very extremely important for those women because that's yes thing you need to do when you're in labor and that's the thing that we're from when we were a child on um are told not to do yes that's true still at the table (laughs) yeah (laughs) sit down it's actually sitting down (laughs) in pregnancy especially sitting on a hard chair is actually often quite uncomfortable and so yeah I agree that's another part of the bit that you said about getting women to connect with their body within the massage it's about touching different parts of their body but also it's encouraging them to change position to feel oh yeah actually I feel really comfortable in this position oh but now I need to move and so Mm -hmm. I always say to women when they come to see me they say what position should I be in and I say well that's you can choose you can be sitting you can be on start on your left side or start on your right side even if you're comfortable on your back I won't work with someone very long on their back Mm -hmm. later on in pregnancy but some women want to be on their back for short amounts of time so again if that's what they want then I'll work with them if they feel comfortable it's really like you say about encouraging listening I'm I'm not the expert on your body is what I say to my client you you know you know what's best for you and I'm just here to try and help you work it out so if you need to change position just tell me and I I adapt it's up to me to adapt to accommodate you not you to adapt so that I can do a technique because I can do a technique in any position Mm -hmm. that's why we have to learn all the different movements yeah Yeah. so that's a big part of holding the space that you were talking yes yeah 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 Yeah. exactly the most important is that the woman needs to be comfortable physically comfortable but also emotionally comfortable. So if she, I say, you know, if, if I do anything and it doesn't feel comfortable, you know, if I touch an area of your body and actually then you feel, no, this isn't quite right, just tell me. You know, often I'll sense that in someone's body. I'll sense that they're tensing up or they're, they start to hold their breath. But I still like them to say, no, actually, I said it was okay for you to work on my abdomen and connect with the baby but now that you're doing it it doesn't feel right and of course that I respect that it's their body (laughs) and I'm helping them to be more aware of what they need so (laughs) if they don't want me to be working their shoulder I won't work their shoulder yeah yeah I think that's the perfect childbirth preparation and exactly it's all part of preparing for birth isn't it yeah yeah yeah. understanding to move positions to listen to listen to the body and also to be relaxed so that's why I feel the breathing breathing can be quite important and understanding what helps you to feel relaxed so it can be breathing it can be position it can be 
music or it can be having your partner there. There's lots of other things as well, but part of connecting with your body first is to find that out and to explore things. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. That was, I think, very nicely detailed. And I think a lot of people will listen to this with a lot of joy. Oh, <laughs> and, I think so. and, yes. And, um, and hopefully feel, um, I don't know, the need, the urge to come and get some body work when they're pregnant. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe you touched some of that like oh yeah this is what i want <laughs> yes this is what, yeah, just, this is what my body needs now yeah. yeah but the simplest is like i said just connecting with your breath connecting with your baby maybe trying things out with your partner and it's a nice way of creating the family as well isn't it yeah involving yeah. your partner but yeah and joy. I would say yes, if you it's also important to find the the right therapist for you, because someone else might get on really well with a therapist, but and they might have a really good technique and they might be a really amazing therapist, but you just they just don't feel the right person for you. So again, I would try, you know, you need to feel really happy and safe and joyous. And if you don't, then then try another therapist. Yeah. Because yeah. again, it's very individual, the touch, yeah. the space. There's so many different things and some of it is unconscious. So trust yourself, trust your feelings as well. That's part of it, I think. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you. So yes. if, if people want to learn more about you and your work, they can go to your website. That's right. And I, ha I do have a couple of online, well, actually at the moment, I just have one online course for parents, which is a birth preparation course, which is Since based we're doing on everything book. online anyway. <laughs> right Sorry? Now. We're doing everything online anyway. Yeah, now. well, we need to yeah. at the moment. But it's, yeah, and that's got some, some, the baby breath hug that I did was one of them, but it's a lot of, it's got some videos about how your partner can use some of the techniques that we were just talking about briefly. Um, I've got some blogs there as well with information. You, you can always also email me if you have any particular questions. There's also a register of, it's not everybody that's trained with me, but, um, and I can't remember, I think there are a few in the Netherlands, but if you can't find somebody, then I may well know somebody, even if they're not on the register. So you might be able to find a local practitioner. You might be able to organise an online session. So there's lots of different options. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And um, the website is? Is wellmother.org. So W-E-L-L-M-O-T-H-E-R. As I say, mother. <laughs> that's quite important for me dot yeah. org but also i feel that even if we're not pregnant or we've never had children the impact of our first experience of touch is always through our mother so even with mm -hmm. i work with clients who aren't pregnant and bring that awareness of the importance of the time in in the womb it's important for men and for women we've yeah. all been in the womb 
yeah <laughs> we all came from the womb so and we were all touched by the womb mm. and that has a profound impact on our, on the rest of our life mm. and we can transform that so that we can have you know yeah that we can kind of i see it as bringing out the potential of who we are mm -hmm. yeah. well that makes the circle really round yes <laughs> notice yeah <laughs> Okay, thank you. I'll put your website in the podcast description as well so people can look at it. Great, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed our conversation, please share this episode with your friends. And I would really like to know what you think of it. So let me know on Instagram or Facebook. The details you find in the show notes.